Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, Libby Langley. Welcome to another episode of Life in Business. It's very nice to have you here. Before we start today, I wanted to ask a small favour of you. Would you write a review for this podcast, please? If you're enjoying it, if you hate it, just message me and tell me why you hate it and I'll try and make it better for you. Or just don't listen again. That's fine. But if you if you enjoy this podcast and if you're a regular listener, then leaving a review makes such a difference. As we know, as small business owners, reviews are read by people and reviews do make a big difference to us being found and to our reputation overall. So the easiest way to leave a review is in the Apple podcast app. So you just scroll down below the episodes and it says leave a review. But I would be very grateful if you would do that. But like I say, if you hate it, please don't leave a review. Um, (laughs) Contact me and tell me what you hate about it. But if you love it, yay! Also contact me and tell me because that would be great. I love to hear from you. So this is kind of the basis for this episode, actually, is that, you know, we all get negative reviews, right, of things that we do. We we all get feedback from people that isn't necessarily the feedback that we would like. We all get sometimes get clients who aren't quite as happy as we would we would want them to be and that's kind of a rite of passage of business you know we all get people unsubscribing from our email lists every time we send out an email and that's all that's all fine you know it's all just part of the rite of passage of business and it's also just part of dealing with humans <laughs> for sure because people have opinions and some people like us and some people don't some people um respect and admire and get a lot from our work and some people don't okay that's the same for every single person in every single business and I think the really today I wanted to do a bit of a kind of lesson about that because if you've had a negative review or somebody say you know well that wasn't quite what I wanted or somebody asked for a refund or somebody you know it's just not kind of gone your way then I wanted to just kind of remind you that you don't have to be the best to be successful. You don't have to be the best to be successful. And that might surprise you, really. That might be something that you think, uh, yeah, you do. And I just want to say that, yeah, no, you don't at all. You, you, you don't at all. There are so many examples of companies and people who aren't the best, yet you would never say that they're not successful, okay? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk you through a few of them because it really is quite interesting, actually. Then a little bit of research for you for this one. There's always pressure on us as small business owners. Weirdly, I think the smaller you are as a business, so if it's just you, you're a solopreneur, I kind of think that there's more pressure on you often self-pressure, right? But there's more pressure on you to be the best, to be the expert, to be the leading light, to be the go-to authority than if you were in a business of more people. 
you know, I mean, in a, in a, you think in a big corporate, not everybody's in that company is the best, right? So when you're a very small business, it's you that gets the pressure rather than the business, if that makes sense. So extracting yourself from the personal, you know, stopping making it personal is one thing that you can do in order to kind of take the pressure off yourself a little bit. Like the reviews, right? You get a negative review or you get an unsubscribe from your email list, then it is, it's not about you as a person. It is to do with the work that you're putting out there, the content that you're putting out there, but that's business you, right? That doesn't mean that whoever's left you the the review or unsubscribed from the list thinks you're a horrible person. And even if they do, who cares? Because you probably don't know who they are anyway. But it it's not about that. It's not about, it's, it's about the content that you're putting out there not fitting what they need or they want. And that's fine. And we're never going to be right for everybody and nor would we want to be. You know, there's a reason that we have to niche in business is because we we work with certain people. We work better with certain people. We're more specialist and we can support specific people in a much better way than trying to be general about everything. But when you're a very small business, when you are the solo business owner, then this pressure to kind of be the best, to to be the expert, to go get everything, to be the number one, to be 10k months, to be, you know, ugh, you know, all that. It's really tough, okay? It can be incredible pressure when there is already pressure on your shoulders just by being in business. You know, you might be a practitioner, you, you might have been a you might have been a, I don't know, a, a child educator or a photographer or a service deliverer of some description in your previous career and you decided to set up your business, which is amazing. And yay, celebrating you. But that doesn't mean that you automatically know how to run a business. They're completely different skill sets. So whilst you're brilliant at delivering whatever you deliver for your clients, actually being a business owner whole different set of skills and there's no reason you should know them which is why people like me exist right to support people like you to help you get the business skills that you need to be a brilliant business owner but the pressure and that's kind of easy to solve right get some support learn the stuff do the stuff Ta-da! <laughs> that's, that's easy to solve but this external pressure is is what's kind of difficult and Instagram particularly is not a good place to be the pressure kind of mounts up and if you're not winning if you're not the best you're never going to win right you're never going to be successful and I'm going to set the record absolutely straight on that and tell you about some companies and these are all big companies right these are big names big companies but it might surprise you. Now, you would say to be the best, to be successful, you've got to be the market leader. That's what one assumes, right? You've, you've, got, to, you've got to be number one. Well, what about Netflix? Netflix is not the market leader in terms of the streaming industry, uh, in terms of its res- revenue, hugely popular, hugely successful, hugely influential, not the market leader. So isn't that, you wouldn't think, oh, Netflix, they're not successful. Everybody's heard of Netflix. Everybody's got Netflix. Even my parents in their 80s occasionally watch something on Netflix. Yeah, it's absolutely a household name, but it isn't, 
it isn't the market leader in terms of revenue, which is just, it's just kind of so interesting, isn't it really? And Spotify, another one in the same kind of genre. Um, Spotify competes with big streaming music names like Apple, which is massive, by far and away the biggest, and Amazon as well. You know, Spotify, again, it's something that everybody's heard of. It's a lot of people's go-to in terms of listening to um, music. And you might be listening to this podcast on Spotify, actually. If so, hi. Um, so it's a, it's a huge giant. And it's, you know, it's really clever in terms of some of its um, personalization that it does for people and recommendations, the playlists and algorithms and that kind of stuff. Not the market leader. Yeah. And who? What else? What about Zoom? Now, Zoom. I bet you that you've had a Zoom call <laughs> at some point in the last three years. I mean, Zoom went absolutely massive. You know, Zoom wasn't really heard of at all before COVID, and I don't know why it was the one that took off. It just, it just. I talk about right place, right time. Because I mean, I've been delivering stuff online and working with clients online for oh, almost since I started the business in 2011. But I used to use, um, what did I used to use? I used to use GoToMeeting and Skype. So GoToMeeting or GoToWebinar were the ones that I used for kind of group stuff. And Skype was the one that I used for one-to-one stuff. So yeah, um, they were kind of the, the names then. They were the technology that people used. And then the pandemic happened and Zoom just, I don't know, yeah, just went bananas, which was great for them um, and great for people who bought shares in Zoom and all, of, and all of this. But it still isn't the biggest overall player in that market at all. There, are, I mean, there's something like, you know, Microsoft Teams and, and other more corporately used technology. It, they're, they're bigger bigger names. But yeah, you can't say that Zoom isn't uh, successful. (laughs) You just can't say that Zoom is successful. So it's quite interesting, really, that these are not the best. Um, And I'm doing that in quotation marks because it's all subjective, right? But they're not the best in terms of revenue or market share, but they are absolutely successful businesses. So if you, you know, I would imagine that you'd be quite happy to be the Netflix or Zoom or Spotify, really, um, in terms of your business. I mean, I know for sure that I certainly would be too. Now, what about other household names? So if you think of people with really, let's think of it in terms of individuals, individuals with careers now. And singers is quite a good example to use because we've all, you know, we've all heard of singers, right? And they're often individual people. Sure, they have big teams and management and all this stuff, but they're individual people building their name and building their business and building their brand. Now, one when I was doing some research for this, a uh, couple of things kind of sprung out at me, really. One was, did you know Bruce Springsteen has never had a UK number one single? Now, I don't know how Bruce Springsteen has been around, but I'm guessing like 40 years. I don't know. Did he start at the early 80s? I don't know. It's a long time, isn't it? Maybe even the 70s. I don't know. But uh, he's, he's had a 40-year career for sure. 
never had a UK number one single. And that is often kind of given as the defining, what, pinnacle of success for singers and bands, because number one, it certainly used to be. You know, I mean, now the record sales aren't the same thing as they used to be. And quite frankly, I have no idea who has number one singles these days. I always swore that I wouldn't fall out of touch with the top 40. Um, and then, yeah, then it happened. So I've probably never heard of half the people in the top 40 these days. But but that's okay. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with that, with my ignorance now. But certainly I've heard of Bruce Springsteen, as have you. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting that over a 40-year career never had a, a UK number one. And if you just look at that in terms of successes, right, then he's not successful. Because you'll hear that, oh, I don't know, the you know, the Beatles had however many number ones and Madonna's had how many however many number ones and um well, other people have had however many number ones. But so he wouldn't feature at all on that list. So therefore, not successful, but also very successful. And what's kind of interesting, I'm not a Bruce Springsteen fan at all, but this is, it was kind of quite an interesting case study, but he has had number one albums and numerous, multiple million, millions of pounds made through live performances, through live shows, touring. And so it kind of just depends what you're measuring success on, Right. So I think that there are, you know, there are lots of different things, left, lots of different, what, parameters, barometers for success in terms of what you, you're achieving and what you're doing with your business. And being the number one, the market leader, isn't necessarily it. I mean, I am absolutely chuffed to bits that this podcast was uh, reached the dizzy heights of number 19 in the entire podcast chart. And there's a lot of podcasts out there in Switzerland. So yeah, this is a this is a top 20 podcast in Switzerland, people, that you're listening to here, <laughs> which kind of makes me laugh. But it's like, well, I mean, you know, that's an accolade, right? That's, a, that, that's something. And so it doesn't, it doesn't kind of matter what you're measuring against. The only thing that does matter is that you're measuring against where you want to be in business and where what your goals are, right? So you wouldn't say that any of the people that I've talked about are not successful. Oh, there were some other examples of people who've never had number ones, right? Was The Cure, you know, the band, um, never had a UK number one single. And Van Morrison never had a UK number one, si- one, one single. And I just would have assumed that these people, these people did. And I think it took, it took, there was, I don't think the Beach Boys have ever had a UK number one single. And Elton John, right? Elton John is massive. He closed Glastonbury this year, 2023. You know, the guy's a legend, right? He didn't have a UK number one single, until 1990. He was 30 years into his career by then, or so, 25 years into his career by then, and then he finally gets a number one. So it doesn't, you see, it does, <laughs> went down a bit of a rabbit hole, as you can, um, as you can probably tell. Um, but there are so many examples of people, you think, wow, yeah, they're hugely su- successful. Oh, right, no, not not by that measure, they're not. And I hopefully, the reason I'm telling you all this is that I want to put it into perspective for you. 
that you know you've got to be you've got to be the best to be successful so um if you're of a certain age then this will mean something but if you want to be the best stand out from the rest <laughs> do you remember that from um, record breakers wasn't it and part of that is absolutely true to stand out from the rest is what you need to do but that can be in any any way any way that you choose right you can be who you want to be. And I don't say that in a kind of faux, yeah, you can do anything, positive mental attitude way. What what I'm saying to you is that your goals are your goals and they are entirely personal to you. And if you are working towards them, not even achieving them, but working towards them, then you're being successful Every single tiny action that you take that is in the right direction to you achieving your goals makes you a winner in my book. Absolutely. Because it's so easy to measure success by whether you've got there or not. And it's like, hang on a minute. So we're only only going to measure Elton John on the fa- on the number one that he got. And we're going to forget the whole like 20, 30 years before that, are we? not 30 years, is it? 20 years before that. I don't think that that's right. I don't think that that's how anyone would measure his career. And so why do you sometimes measure your success based on where you're not, what you haven't done? I mean, I've been in business very short of 12 years now. And has my podcast reached number one? No, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Have I made a million pounds? No. I mean, if you added it all up over the years, not quite. Well, not, but you know. But it's like, no, (laughs) no. But does that mean I'm not successful? No, it just doesn't. It just is all relative. And so what is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to do with your life? What direction is it that you want your business to take? And that's the thing that you need to decide on here. You absolutely need to set your own goals. You need to, whether uh, whether they are financial or whether they are the amount of hours you work each week or whether they are to... I don't know, to to write a book, to get published, to have a podcast, to get invited to speak at a certain event. It doesn't matter what the goal is. The fact that you set one is what matters. And without having some sort of a goal, then you can't measure against anything. And you need to measure, right? You need to measure where you are. And you need to be able to measure your progress and you need to be able to measure your journey because it, it does matter. It does matter that you can see where you were, where you are now, where you want to go, yeah? So decide absolutely what matters to you, what matters to you in life. And it doesn't matter a jot what anybody on Instagram says that you should be doing. It doesn't matter that everybody else is getting uh, number one singles left, right and centre, but actually you want your goal is to perform at Wembley. It doesn't matter because that's your goal. Or even if you like gigging in really small venues and you just want to do that because you love it, that's 
I mean, that's incredible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't all have to boil down to money, okay? It really doesn't. I mean, you need to earn enough money in order to be able to pay all your bills and do what you want to do, yeah? But that doesn't that doesn't have to be a lot of money. You know, you don't have to strive for the million pound business at all because that brings with it things that you might not want. So, for example, you know, I don't want to build a multi-million pound empire. Absolutely no way, thank you. I was on the path to, to kind of doing that when I first started the business and you will have heard this story before, but I if you're a regular listener, I, you know, I got staff, I got the office, all this, built an agency, got offered to be bought out by another agency. And it was just not what I wanted to do. So successful? Yeah, sure. Happy? Uh Uh-uh. And that is more of a measure of success than the money, you know, the money on on paper, right? For me, absolutely. So when you've set your own goal, be it financial, be it time, be it a specific objective, and you've decided what really matters to you, then that's what you need to focus on. And you need to be quite kind of um, determined and blinkered towards that, because that's going to be your quickest way to get there. If you're getting distracted and going off on side projects and not your heart's not really in it, all of these things, then actually that's going to make the journey more difficult. And it's not to say you can't take a meandering journey to where you're going. Absolutely, you can certainly do that too. But if you've got this specific goal in mind to earn, I don't know, 3K a month, 5K a month, 10K a month even, or you want to speak at a certain event, then you've got to kind of do things that take you towards that that goal and those and those actions. And actually, once you focus on that and that alone, it starts to kind of become a lot easier to get there. It does. You'll be surprised at that once you make that decision of what you want to do, you will be surprised how things fall into place and how easy it is to say no to the things that just don't fit that. And that's really kind of, you know, that's really empowering for you to do. And another thing that's going to help you be the best and to be successful is to be you and is to use your personality. And it sounds just kind of sounds like a really rubbish thing to say because it's that you need to be authentic, you need to be the real you. And it's like, but so many people aren't because we're trying to be the thing that we think we need to be in order to achieve the thing that we want to achieve, right? It's probably worth me doing a whole episode in itself on that, but it's true. And if you wear this kind of mask of what you think success looks like, it's going to be way harder to achieve it. So if you're just absolutely unashamedly, here I am, ta-da, this is me, love me, hate me, you know, be indifferent to me, whatever. I cannot change who I am and I don't want to change who I am. And this, these are my skills. This is my experience. This is what I'm really bloody good at. And this is what I'm going to do for you and change your life by doing. That is how you are going to achieve this success. So Bruce Springsteen focused on live performances and making albums and, you know, singles, whatever. Hugely successful. Not known, you know, not number, not a number one, but do you think he loses sleep over it? I bet he does not. And do you think the people in charge at Netflix, when they're, they're commissioning their own programs 
and generating loads of original content that's critically acclaimed are thinking, do you know what? We're not the market leader in terms of revenue. I don't think they are if they're winning awards and and achieving achieving things. And I'm damn sure the people at Zoom aren't like, oh, this is just this is just not going well. <laughs> so there you go. I think that that kind of illustrates the point the point there. And yeah, it's just such an interesting topic because the best is so subjective. So my final advice to you is to decide what success and the best means to you and just take lots of small steps towards achieving that and towards getting there. And you will be stunned at how much fun you have along the way, how much you enjoy the journey, and how quickly you actually get to a place that feels like a place where success lives. And it's just a glorious place. So I hope that this has been helpful for you today. And remember, you do not have to be the best to be successful. You be who you want to be and you keep doing that and you'll wake up one day and just think, well, look at me here doing amazing things. Aren't I fabulous? And that's the feeling that I want you to have and I want you to encapsulate for every day. You're going to get there. You're already on the way there. You're already taking loads of steps. And in a couple of weeks' time, even just stop and look back on where you've been in the last two weeks and what you've achieved, and you'll be stunned. Doing those little reviews is a really good idea because it just helps you see where two weeks ago you was, two months ago you, two years ago, and you're like, whoa, look at me go. So, yeah. So, be the Bruce Springsteen of the world rather than you know, I don't know, somebody who had a massive number one hit whose names we can't remember now, of which there are probably many, but I can't remember their names, so I can't tell you any of them. (laughs) Chase the right numbers. Don't just chase the kind of glory, right? Do what's right for you. So keep doing what you're doing. It's lovely to have been with you again today, and I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.